This is the pretty badass Kelly Klein telling you to turn it to 11 and take it to the max. This is the voice of Killer Cross. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to Beyond the Mic with the Captain and the Kingpin. We enter week 8 of Promo Climax 2 and this week is going to be split into two parts. Uh, first of all you're going to hear Amir with some very special guests by the name of Michael Larkin. You may have heard of him, he's currently the Promo Champion and the breakout star of the Promo Climax, the Demoness. Of course I am the master RWT Kingpin, Amir Black Bane Costello. Uh, and this is a special 30-minute segment. I got two very special guests on the line with me for probably the biggest battle that's taken place so far. Um, and that is Mikey Two Belts, the promo champion and the knowledge champion and the podcast machine, Mike Larkin. And his opponent for this week coming up the demoness and the woman who is all but stolen my heart, set it on fire, and blew the ashes away. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Nicola, how are you guys doing this morning? Doing well, and geez, man. Can, can you control your emotions, sir? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll give it my best shot. How are you doing, Nicola? Hello, mortal one. Oh, how... the demoness. <laughs> you never said which one of us you wanted to talk to, so we thought we'd say hello. <laughs> well, I'd like to to welcome you guys to the show. And so it's kind of a it's a big thing that's happening this week because anybody who's been paying attention to this competition, which is nearly it's about halfway over at this point, um, Mike Larkin, the promo champion has not not taken any losses and I don't know that any bouts that he's had have even been close. I mean he's he's pretty solid in the competition, but he's never ever had to face a demoness. And so here we are with you, uh, Miss Demoness, who you came onto the scene and you have I mean, man, you are you are a breakout star and you've done things that I've personally never seen. So I just got to ask for the people listening in, maybe without giving away too much, Demoness, what can we expect your strategy to be this week against the promo champion? Well, as we have said, mortals, we, uh, we already know Larkin from previous history. But as you can expect, what you can expect whatever... Whatever you uh, always expect from the demoness, we do not disappoint. We are going to do what we always do, which is terrorise and make him go absolutely crazy. That's what we're good at. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, 
Uh, that's true, man. You do terrorize. You are, man, what a, what a fantastic character. Now we got Mike Larkin. Mike Larkin, you're going up against the Demoness. I mean, I'm not going against the Demoness, and I'm scared. Are you scared, Mike Larkin? Uh, am I scared or am I more anxious? Because I've seen what Nicola McDonald here, the Demoness, has been doing, what she's done against Zach Heron. She doesn't care about how pretty he is and what I'm going to do against you, baby. I mean, we saw what she's done against Daniel Crimmins, and Daniel Crimmins isn't even in this competition anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, she just she's just an unstoppable force. Am I looking to stop that unstoppable force? Absolutely. And then also there's the other mission. You know what that is? You know what that other mission is, Amir Blackbank Costello? What is that? I want to make you cry. Just so I can win, just because of your martyrdom. You will not make him cry, Larkin, and you know it. Oh, stop. Whatever. Hey, <laughs> it has to happen. It has to happen. But I think with her, if I could be serious for a minute, uh, she's probably one of my biggest competitors going into this week. She and the whole overall entire promo climax. I mean, she's taking souls. She wants to put me in a hole. Uh, I got Robert Davis coming up after her, and I feel bad for Moni Lynn because after I have to do this bout with her. She's, we got Moni Lynn after that. I know Moni's a bit terrified, but hey, man, you could expect a lot of stuff that you have not seen from the promo champion. I think everybody's going to be pleasantly surprised to see what I have cooped up for uh, this coming bout. What I, what I find to be interesting is I think I made it very clear from the, from the beginning, from the onset, the moment that I saw the Demoness, I publicly said she's winning this whole thing, mm -hmm. and um, I think there may I'll have be been a few people. You, my sweet. <laughs> there might have been a few people who kind of felt like, "Wow, that's a bold statement," or maybe I'd, I'd throw my support behind them. But my whole deal is, come on now, you you see her, you see what she's doing, and then there's you, Mike Larkin, again undefeated, virtually unstoppable. So. In my estimation, I just from my perspective, I kind of feel like the winner of this battle might rightfully determine the winner of the entire block, if not the entire competition. That's how big this battle is in my mind. Demoness, if you are able to defeat the promo champion, do you feel like you've got the entire competition in hand? Well, you see, Mortal One, we uh, we are not really sure, <coughs> but we hope we we seriously hope to. But then again, if we do, then how exciting would that be? Yeah, it it would be fantastic, and for you, Mike Larkin, if you beat. Nicola, you're taking a look at the rest of your schedule. Is there anybody else that you feel could even come close to threatening your status? Well, the only other opponent that I have after Nicola, well, I get a bye in a couple of weeks because of Daniel Crimmins, but the only other opponent that I have is Robert Davis. So, I mean, Robert Davis, for those that don't recall, he actually beat me in the inaugural promo climax as the stat man. So, I mean, I've beaten Robert twice in King of the Mike and that promo slam. So, I mean, this is my redemption against last year's promo climax with Robert Davis. I know Robert Davis and I have something cooped up from our rematch from King of the Mike, which is going to be cool. But Robert Davis absolutely is a threat. 
Um, Nikola, I well, what I'd like to say about Nikola too is both of us are undefeated. We haven't lost. I mean, I've beaten Zach, I've beaten Moni, I've beaten Teddy. She's destroyed Daniel Crimmins. She's um, <laughs> she's destroyed Daniel Crimmins. She's went after Zach Herring. Yeah, she she beat Robert Davis. She even beat Robert Davis. It was close. The close voting there, fifty-one to forty-nine. So I mean. Yeah, we're both unstoppable forces. Somebody's got to lose them here, and uh, we shall see what happens this coming week. And, I mean, speaking of other opponents, I do have somebody by the name of Andre Corbeil in my back window as well, my back pocket coming after me, which I know a lot of people were thinking, what does that mean for the climax? But, yeah, man, I got, I got my – that's the thing about being champ. you got to take on all comers. So, Andre Corbeil was a, a gentleman mm-hmm. that – I don't think anybody in RWT had ever seen this guy or knows anything about the guy. And then all of a sudden, there's a video challenge that came out with him talking a bunch of shit and saying he's coming after you. And I think maybe the the feeling in the group was kind of like, hey, man, take a number and get in line. (laughs) (laughs) But um, what's the history with you and Andre? So Andre and I have worked together. For those that don't know about Andre Corbeil, here's a guy that's worked with Bill Apter. You know, Bill Apter, the Apter mags, PWI, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Like, you see the PWI 500, that's Bill Apter. Bill Apter's legendary. He's a photographer. I mean, he's been around for years and years and years, 30-plus years. Uh, he's worked with Vince Russo as a part of the brand. I mean, he has his own website, WrestlingWithWrestling.com. Uh, he's he's friends with the Hart family. I mean, he just is that passionate about pro wrestling. He's done commentary in Canadian wrestling promotions. I mean, he's just cool. I mean, him and I have worked together a couple times. He knows me for about a year and a half. He was actually, what's funny is he did an interview for In the Hot Seat for uh, Max Wrestling with Daz and the Butcher about three years ago in 2016 before I became an official member and captain of Max Wrestling. So I've known Andre about a year and a half, two years, and him and I have got along great. He sent Here's the thing that's funny about that. He sent me a message right before we did last week's Max, and he said, I want to throw my name in the hat, and let's do this. And I said, all right, man, we'll get this definitely going on underway. I mean, think of Andre Corbeil like this. He's like the Canadian Moses Marquez because they, they both like <laughs> – they both like to self. They both like to self promote each other. I mean, Moses Marquez, SoundCloud.com, slash Mark Radio, Twitter, that's Mark R. Andre Corbeil, ladies and gentlemen, wrestling fans tuning in worldwide. Andre Corbeil here, WrestlingWrestling.com, WrestlingWrestling.com. Oh, by the way, WrestlingWrestling.com. So they both are self promoting man whores in a way, and I love you, Andre, but you're a self promoting man whore. So I mean. He's also kind of like the he's the Canadian version of Moses Marquez from the self promotion standpoint, but he's a good dude. Okay, Moto, so why the Rocky? <laughs> why the Rocky Moto? Because really? It's true. It's facts are facts. We <laughs> <laughs> apologize, Moto, but that made us chuckle. Uh, I, I, I aim to I aim to entertain. I aim to entertain. <laughs> Now, one, <laughs> one more Andre question for you, Larkin. Just real quick, I'm wondering because you're you're the promo champion, and you are out of the three. You are one of three pieces that runs Max Wrestling. So I I, I feel like you have some say, and you have some pull. So let's get this established now for Max Wrestling and for RWT. Mm-hmm. Is Andre going to be afforded the opportunity to leapfrog? 
everybody and get a chance at that promo title, assuming you're still holding on to it at the time, or will Andre be put to some sort of test first of some other individual who's already waiting in line? Dare I say a number one contenders match. Right now, I think you could just wait for Andre and I to do something after the climax. Now, if we if you want to do a number one contendership, we could. I know Travis the Walker Anderson was one who was not very happy. I'm sure uh, Travis would like a piece of Andre, but as for right now, uh, we're all looking to just, if I am the champion as well, because I may be defending that championship or promo series, we're looking to um, do something with Andre like right after the uh, promo climax and promo series is done. So he's not leapfrogging anybody right now. We're just going to wait till the tournament is done. Demoness. Hello. Kingpin. <laughs> and I need that. I wish this was a show where we just could save, save drops. Um, anyways, I'm wondering, so do you know who you have left on your schedule, Demoness? We are aware, yes. We have Moni Lynn, and you can expect some very, uh, Scary, crazy some shenanigans with that one. I can promise you that. Uh, and I think we have, is it Teddy P? Yes. Yes. Uh, then, yeah, they, I think, are my last two I'm against. So I have got some work to do, obviously. So you got Moni Lynn and you got uh-huh. Ted P. De Niro. And on the other side, Mike Larkin. You just have the Demoness and Robert Davis. Yep. So as it stands, you both have the chance to go undefeated, depending on who wins this matchup, right? Correct. Yes. Wow. I'm, I'm telling you, man, that the stakes have never, ever, ever been higher. Now, mathematically, uh-huh. Demoness, if you lose to Mike Larkin... Even if you go on to win against Ted P. De Niro and Mooney Lynn, it, there's no way you can take the block, right? No. So, sorry about... We apologize for the uh, noise, mortals. We're just taking our uh, Demon R out of school very quickly. The deal okay. here, Mike Larkin, is if the Demoness beats you... Mm-hmm. There's no way you can win the block, right? Well, I'll be honest with you, yes, because though I do get a bye, I do have a long-standing period until November 13th. So, uh, yeah, uh, you're you're mathematically correct on that. But I'll be honest with you, man, I don't intend to lose. I think I will say this, though. Nikola and I are probably going to have the bout of the week, and I'm damn sure of it because we put a lot of hard work into our promos, the Demoness and yours truly here. I, could, I guess you could say it's kind of masterful of what we're gonna uh, I, what we're gonna do. I agree with you totally. See, so yeah, so she knows. But I mean, we have the other matches this week. That being Lewis and uh, you know the Walker and uh, Moni Lynn against Zach Herring, and Zach Herring is going to probably talk about baby. You know, you're a queen, but I'm prettier than you, daddy. So I mean, we're gonna see other two bouts here, and it'll probably be the same amount of time with Zach. But I have to say this: we this is the bout of the week. You don't want to miss. Uh, the Demoness against the promo champion, the podcast machine, whatever nickname that you want to call me. I think you're you're in for something special. And I think Dazzy, dangerously, Mr. Dazzy Lee, the captain, said it best. It's unmissable. You don't want to miss what we're about to do. We agree with you totally, Mr. Larkin. 
ours will be something of a of wonder, put it that way. Yep. Of execution. There you go. Execution. Yeah, we're gonna take some souls, but I'm gonna be the one putting her in a hole. Or is it gonna Ooh. be me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we shall oh, see. Demon R, my little minion demon, uh -huh. says hello as well. I know that's not allowed, but he's uh, with me, so he wanted to say hello to oh, people. Oh, the demon I can say hello. Hello, little demon I. Hey, they both said hello, little demon. He's nodding his head and happy. Ah, oh, good. Good, <laughs> good, good. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting, man. So I'm where I'm sat here in beautiful, sunny Southern California. It's 7.03 in the morning, but... Where you are, DMNS, in the UK, it's uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, something like that. It, it is uh, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Because of Demon R's um, injury in his arm, I have to pick him up from school earlier because, obviously, he now has metal in his arm, like two metal plates. So we have to, it's like keeping an eye on him a lot. So uh, he's, uh, yeah, it's been a very long road, isn't it, Mr. Demon R's? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, the demoness worries more about Demon R and her little minions than she should, as Demon R puts it, <laughs> basically. Hopefully, hopefully he's recovering well there. Yep. So, Mike Larkin, you mentioned that this is going to be the match of the week, but I just kind of feel like there's so much riding on this match, so many implications, that this is really going to be the biggest match of the entire competition so far, mm -hmm. and... There's a big match coming up on Halloween. What what am I forgetting on Halloween? Oh, we got the Butcher versus the Walker on Halloween, man. The Butcher versus the Walker. I think that this matchup, um, no disrespect to those gentlemen, I think that this matchup even eclipses that matchup because of what's on the line. And also, Butcher versus the Walker would have been a bigger matchup in my mind maybe this time last year when they... They um, they seemingly hated each other, but I, I think they got a lot of respect for each other these days, and um, they got a lot of love for one another. So it takes a little bit of heat off the battle itself. But I what do I know? I guess we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Um, have either of you guys been paying attention to, to the boom block block B? Oh, we have. I know Moses Marquez can't <laughs> shut the fuck up. Go ahead. I'll let the, I'll let I'll let the demoness speak first, and then I'll go back to Moses Marquez. Go ahead, demoness. Thank, thank you, mortal one. You're very welcome. <laughs> we, uh, we are glad in a way that he's been taken from Moses Marquez because he was overdoing it well too much. And obviously we know Mr. Larkin does the best impression of him that I've ever heard. Thank you. And we will not deny that. He's very good at his impressions. But... I am, I am happy that he has been removed, but I am looking forward to seeing what a certain Mr. Walker does in his next bout. So, yeah, that is my opinion on that. Okay, so Moses Marquez, besides the fact that he will shut the fuck up, and I love you, Moses Marquez. Yes, and I love you, Moses Marquez, but stop interrupting my goddamn promos. I'm trying to record a world-class fucking promo with Sam fucking Roberts. <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, with Moses Marquez, um, he did suffer his first loss to Lewis of Evolution of Pro Wrestling. But I also look at it like this. This is Moses Marquez, who was still atop of Block B with his six points. Um, Moses has a lot of people to come up next. I mean, he's got Chris Maldonado coming up, which is another one, which is funny, because Lewis's next opponent is uh, Chris Maldonado. And Chris, from the last time I spoke with Chris, Chris is looking back to go to his old ways, maybe trash-talking, doing what Chris Maldonado does, because it's beautiful, bruh. And um, we get to see a lot of people like the Butcher, who's got the Walker coming up. Uh, we get to see him and Lewis pick each other's opponents. And as of right now, it looks like we're going to get the rematch between the Butcher and Moses Marquez. Um, I've seen the Walker do his thing and try to act funny and put on a, his hat backwards. Evolution is fucking beautiful in his ways. As Jarvis the Walker Anderson tried to add some comedy to uh, his matchup with Chris Maldonado, which was very funny. And I did enjoy seeing that side of the Walker. Um, but yeah, everybody in Block B, the Boom Block, as it's known, is uh, looking to do as only as they can do. But I gotta say, Moses Marquez, I know he wants me, his sights are on me, and if Moses Marquez wants to step up, I will step him the fuck down and shut him up. And I can say that, you know why? Because I can. So, yeah. There's my Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 11 reference. <laughs> with, with that being said, uh, and Demon S will start with you, assuming... Yeah. Assuming that you get past Mikey Two Belts, and I, I just kind of feel like if you get past Mikey Two Belts, I don't know that there's anything that the rest of your opponents can necessarily do with you. So let's just let's just say, in a perfect world, in my perfect world, fuck you, Larkin. Thanks. You get past <laughs> you get past Mike Larkin, and then you handily defeat uh, the beautiful, uh, incomparable. And Queen Moni Lynn, and then you beat uh, Ted P. De Niro, and you go on to face the winner of the Boom Block. If you had to envision who you would be facing in the promo climax finals from the Boom Block, who do you think is taking Block B? I we think that if we visioned it, we'd like to go against Travis. Because he's as messed up as we are. So, him definitely. But he obviously has to get past the butcher. I'm the good butcher. No, you're not. The demoness sees through you, mister. Um, but no, Travis the Walker, definitely. If he wins it, he's someone I'd... And if, I did, if that did happen, then yeah, he'd be someone who I'd like to go against. If it happened, so yeah. And for you, Mike Clark, and I, I have the same question. Let's say that you beat Nikola because God doesn't exist and the world hates me. <laughs> not, not, not in my world, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> there is no God, only bigger demons. <laughs> Mike Clark, and let's say you get past the demoness. Um, who do you think? is coming out of the boom block to face you potentially in the finals. I look at it like this. Moses just because, just because. Um, and also, I here's the thing. I've been saying this. I want to butcher a one-on-one -on -one bout because Butcher and I have never gone one-on-one, -on -one and he's a good butcher. Uh-huh. And um, we, we got Lewis, who is very hungry. Now, I have the possible 
uh, distinction of taking on Lewis for both the knowledge and the promo championship. I think Lewis is a formidable opponent. Same with Travis the Walker Anderson, who is now going for the knowledge championship. I think Travis and I would be fun. It's the Reapers going head-to-head. Um, Travis and I only did battle twice, that being in the King of the Mike semifinal and at Promo Slam. Uh, so I have history with Travis. I have history with the Butcher. Um, I like to have those two, but if I had to pick, I'm going to say either Moses Marquez or Lewis because it's different. I've never gone one-on-one with Moses Marquez or Lewis. I've gone one-on-one with Moses for the knowledge title, but him and I have never done bout with each other for the promo title. And now i got to worry about this crippler with his towel on his head looking like a Hispanic Taz. I mean, hey, let's do it up. Okay, now, there's something to be said about Moses Marquez, previously undefeated, and though he sets atop the boom block still, in spite of his loss, the loss that he took to Lewis was, uh, the, the gap was pretty wide there. So, um, Demon S, do you think that Moses Marquez can bounce back from such a huge loss and kind of recover quickly and move on with the competition? Or do you think that that percentage is going to be stuck in his head and take him back a bit. I think the percentage is going to be stuck in his head and taken back a bit because that was a pretty big considering he's been top for so many weeks now. And that wasn't just uh, like with me and Robert Davis. To me, that, that was a win for both of us. We were even. There was no I won, he won. It was just we both won, even. So... With Moses Marquez, yeah, I do think it's a, he must be not liking the fact that he obviously lost as badly as he did, but I do think possibly he'll bounce back and just carry on the same as I will if I lose to Mr. Larkin. And I will add something to what my demon friend just said there. Um, with Lewis and Moses, the, um, the difference was it was 82% to 18%. Now, I have to say this just because... 18% is 9% more than 9%. So nine, the number 9, and I'm not talking about love potion number 9, but number 9 will always be associated with Moses Marquez. <laughs> so Moses, <laughs> Moses Marquez, the leader of the boom block, he's got a lot of reason to, uh, to persist and to kind of bounce back and recover from that big loss because if nothing else, his reward for winning the boom block just may be that he gets a chance to personally shut up Mike Larkin. Ain't that right, Larkin? Yeah, he has the possibility <laughs> to do it, but I'm going to tell you right now, he's not going to, just because that's just you've been, not... you've been taunting him. You've been taunting Moses Marquez <laughs> the entire competition. <laughs> it's like you're relentless. It's, you, you can't stop talking about the guy. So if it does come down to you versus him... Mm-hmm. Holy shit, man! I think he's gonna cut your cut your head off. By the way, I, I know beheading people is 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 more of the move of the, of the queen Moni Lin and perhaps even the demoness. But I think Moses Marquez might have a chip on his shoulder because old Larky Lark won't stop talking about. Him. Oh, he should stop interrupting my promos. The self, he, he's a self promotional whore. That's what he's doing. He's he's <laughs> he's whoring up my promos, man, and I can't take it. But hey, he's in my head, I guess. Your boy. 
Uh, you know, he's going to be coming for me. I'm fine with it, you know. But here's the thing. It's not cockiness. It's confidence. And I know my abilities. And I know Moses will bring it. I'm not saying that. And I, I, I welcome the challenge. I welcome all the challenges. So if Moses Marquez wants to put a towel on his head, he wants to throw some shades on, he wants to do the Macarena, I don't really give a damn what Moses Marquez does. I'm going to be ready. And I know he will be too. So let's do it. The Macarena. <laughs> Every time we get them boys. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> um, as we're winding down, guys, and, and I definitely uh, appreciate both you guys giving your time to this. I just want to give you guys each chance to make one final statement to everybody listening about what's going to happen this week. Because the reality is, as I stated at the top of the show, the winner of this bout between Mike Larkin, who is your current promo champion, and the Demoness. The winner between these two, quite frankly, might just decide the winner of the block. Um, so it's it's huge and it's it's super important. So uh, Demoness, we'll start with you. Any final statement to everybody listening about what's going to happen this week and why they should tune in? You should all t- uh, tune in, mortals, because, as you know, we like to hurt, we like to hunt. And when it comes to Mr. Larkin, we are on a hunt. And we are everywhere, as we have told him, and as people are aware, I have many demons that have been watching each and every one of my opponents. And my some more closer than others. But tune in, because we are not going to disappoint. There will be fear there will be darkness and he come he will be trying to come into our realm or as we said we're coming into the light where we should actually stay but we realm in the darkness but we are coming out into the light to face a certain mr larkin so tune in because the demoness never disappoints we promise <laughs> so on my end you can expect darkness you can expect a side of Mike Larkin that nobody has ever seen you can expect cameos and you can just expect a whole lot of insanity and a madness embrace the madness mm-hmm. <laughs> embrace the madness indeed and uh, there you have it guys I want to thank you so much uh to both my guests, uh, the podcast machine, the knowledge champion, and the promo champion, Mikey Two Belts, Mike Larkin, and also to uh, Nicola McDonald, the Demoness, uh, for giving me their time today. And after everything you've heard, if you don't pay attention to this battle, if you don't tune into it, and if you don't vote, the real loser is you. Uh, so thank you so much, guys, for coming on today. And I can't wait to see what you guys have done for this competition. It's always a pleasure, Mary. You're in for something special. Ain't that right, Demoness? It is very right, mortal one. Very right indeed. Neither of us will disappoint, will we, Mr. Larkin? That we won't. <laughs> Perfect. We could cut it right there. Uh, we now enter part two of this week's Beyond the Mic, and we are joined by uh, returning to the competition after a couple of weeks' break is none other than the walker himself. How's it going, everyone? 
Right. Travis the Walker Anderson, welcome back to Beyond the Mic, my brother. How you feeling? Extremely tired at the moment. <laughs> I hate third shift. <laughs> yeah, the thing I like about you, Travis, is I like you. I am a guy who is extremely busy. I mean, I'm, I'm talking. I'm working sun up to sundown. Sometimes before the, the sun comes up. If I'm working with Daz, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, I I have all week long to line up guests for Beyond the Mic. And it never fails. Right before I go to sleep, the day before I'm supposed to record, I think to myself, oh, I was supposed to get somebody, wasn't I? <laughs> you know, I got a similar problem every week. I've got, it's like I've got four or five days to remind people to send promos and then it gets to like Monday, Tuesday. Oh, by the way, your promo is due tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> We're so busy. We're so high functioning that just those little things tend to fall, slip through the cracks. But uh, thank you, Travis, for uh, being willing to make an appearance on the show after working all night, especially on such short notice. Oh, no problem. It's my pleasure. Uh, so this week you're up against... Uh, making his second appearance is Lewis of Evolution of Pro Wrestling. Evolution, bruh. Fucking beautiful, <laughs> bruh. No, it's not beautiful. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> now we're talking about Lewis, who is coming off of an insane victory mm. against the crippler, Moses Marquez. And the reason why I say it's insane is because you originally beat Moses by a slightly bigger margin than what Lewis did um, back in the King of the Mic tournament. And since doing Beyond the Mic, um, I mean, excuse me, since doing the promo climax, promo climax 2, Moses Marquez was going undefeated, um, you know, avenging his loss against you, uh, um, taking care of some personal business between him and the butcher. And so there was this question mark of whether or not he would be able to keep that win streak up against Lewis because with no real history between him and Lewis, no negative history anyways, it, it was like, would Moses be able to come with enough fire to capture that victory? Uh, but Lewis came out of the gate swinging and he took the win, but he took it quite handily. Uh, I think it was 82 to... 18%? Yeah, as Mike correct. noticed, it went from 9% to double 9%. Yeah. <laughs> right, so so with that being said, Travis, you've had a couple of weeks off, and having time off is one of those things that people think that having time off is a good thing, but when it comes to sports and competing and exercising your mind, sometimes for the greatest of athletes, having time off is a bad thing, because having time in you in the ring on the mic those are all it's all conditioning it keeps you sharp and when you have a couple of weeks off the brain can get lazy are you at all worried about competing against lewis from evolution of pro wrestling well here's the thing it goes into everything you just mentioned moses he underestimated lewis he took him lightly he and because of that, look at the results. Me, on the other hand, even though I have had a few weeks off, I'm not taking him lightly. I'm had, I've had 
the way I see it is I've had a few weeks just to get fired up. And everything that's happened in the past few weeks, I'm letting loose on Lewis. This is going to be my biggest promo in the competition thus far. Um, I'm definitely not taking him lightly this time. Um, he is a force to be reckoned with, and we'll see what happens, but he's, he better be making something big. That's all I can say. Yeah, without giving anything away, I can't promise people there is a nice little surprise this week from everybody, not um, including, well, I say surprise. You kind of come to expect darkness from the Demoness, but uh, maybe a little something up Mike's sleeve this week too. So what do you, Travis, what do you expect that that Lewis may come with? Because this is the first time that you and him are actually facing off in any kind of promo competition. So did you think to yourself going in, you know, what you think he may say or what his strategy may be against you? Yeah. Um, basically, I'm expecting him to say the same shit he always does. Something <laughs> about a sleeping giant, something about Baba Yaga. Some bullshit like that. It's, it's it's always the same thing. Even when he he had two promo conference, like two bouts with you, Emir, and each time it was the same thing. You know, it was it's always the same thing with him. Um, just said in a different way. So I'm kind of expecting that he kind of pulled that move with uh, Moses, had that evil laugh, you know. But even though he says the same words in each promo, he still gets them votes. He still makes it work. So I kind of use that against him, and we'll see how it works. But I don't know. But you gotta, you gotta think. You know, who I'm not Moses. I'm not crippler. I don't wear a fucking towel on my head. You know? I I have split personalities, you know. They're not really, but yeah, I guess some can call it that way. And you might get Travis Anderson. You might get the Walker. You might get something else. You never know. Or in Lewis's case, you just might get all three. Um, now, obviously, you're one for one. So this week against Lewis, it's the battle for joint first place with Moses. The winner will, of course, be on six points. Yeah, um, with that loss on uh, Moses, um, Lewis winning, and that puts me back into the running. And I could, after this week, I could... Todd Moses in the lead. Yeah, you might you might sit there comfortably for a couple of weeks as well because Moses isn't due to compete again until uh, Halloween, the same week you face the Butcher. Yep, we both uh, we both only have one more match unless Lewis and Butcher uh, chooses us again. Yeah, and so. We won't know. I, when when will we find out uh, who they choose? Uh, we'll make it the week before, so there's plenty of notice. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll get one of my notifications on November 12th. Okay, Butcher's chosen you. Please prepare a promo in the next 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> next 12 minutes, really. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the whole promo is going to be about how Daz doesn't get things announced on time. Yeah, you know what? It goes back to that old saying, we're so unorganized. Mike just fell off his chair laughing too, listening to that. <laughs> I don't know if Mike could even hear what we're saying because... And somewhere inside his house, Moses Marquez keeps interrupting him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, by the way, just real quick, Des, I saw your post this morning in the RWT group, and I, I pasted it to the top of the page as an announcement. Can we just kind of go over the, the algorithm change for Facebook real quick? Oh, please, let's. So, basically... Um... I got a message, well, not a message, a notification from Facebook when I was um, putting up last week's episode, and it kind of pretty much said, uh, videos with text don't appear in um, news feeds so much, so it's not going to perform as well. I wonder, what? why would they do that? Be because they're dicks. Um, but there's always been text in Max's videos obviously not as much as last week because I put some uh, captions at the start for that little intro but there's always been text there's like you know credits there's the date there's hashtags and stuff so I don't know um, it must be a recent change that they've made yeah the other thing that's weird about Facebook is that they don't yet allow you to advertise your group like you, you can create a, you can create a page yeah. and you can advertise the shit out of that. But nobody's really that into pages now. Everybody's into groups where everybody can kind of participate um, at their own will. But for some reason, and I've seen it because I've I've researched it myself. Everybody everywhere all the time is begging Facebook, let us advertise our group. Which, by the way, would just mean they want to throw money at Facebook, and Facebook's like, no, but why? <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't understand why they, I mean they would bring they claim they want to bring people together this would get more people to the places they want to be at how many people would love to be a part of uh, Max Wrestling or RWT but they just don't know it because it's never come across their screen yeah? Yeah, yeah I think that's kind of like a human thing you know? eat this it's good for you nah I want bacon <laughs> okay now I do want bacon you bastard <laughs> <laughs> Um, we, there is another subject of, as well to talk about with, with the Walker, uh, and that's actually Mike addressed it in the first part of this show, which is the challenge he received last week from Andre Corbiel. No, fuck this guy. <laughs> I, uh, apparently, you weren't happy about that. No, not at all. Now, I mean, I could get some backlash on this, you know, because once I lost in King of the Might, I turned around the next day, or it may have even been the same day, and, and challenged the butcher. But <laughs> <laughs> that's where I can argue it. Uh, the winner of King of the Might got to fight the promo champion at Promo Slam. Well, I was trying to get a dig at the title before that. 
that way it wouldn't interfere with the winner. So they would still get their title shot, and but Butcher pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this guy, I mean, we got like ten, and we have like ten or so people contending right now, or for a shot potentially at promo series, depending on if Mike wins and whatnot. Yeah. But this guy comes out of damn nowhere. Nobody knows who the fuck he is. I mean, there's a select few that do, you know. I don't know who the hell he is. I just know he's Canadian and in love with himself. That's about all I know about the guy. But <laughs> what more do you need just, to know? <laughs> he just pops up out of fucking nowhere demanding a fucking title shot. I'm like, fuck you, buddy. No. You need to fucking at least <laughs> prove yourself that you're even worth a damn title shot. I, I just, I'm sorry. I just have to say this. I, I am a guy who was born and raised in California. And California has the most boring, plain, vanilla-sounding voices of all time. <laughs> it's all, there's nothing, there's no flavor to it, nothing. I mean, occasionally, if you get up around Northern California, like San Francisco or in Oakland, they have a little, a little twang in their accent. But I, like, to me, I, I myself sound super boring. So, every, so I love British accents. Uh, and also, Travis the Walker Anderson, listening to you talk brings great pleasure to my ears. Because you're hilarious. It's it's your accent. It's the way you phrase things. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Tell that fucker. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just so it's so perfect. Now this Andre guy, I I kind of felt like you, Travis. I didn't know. I saw the video, and I just thought to myself, who the fuck is this guy? You know, Conor McGregor style. Um. And I also, it reminded me of every time, you know, The Rock shows back up or they haven't really done this with John Cena to my surprise, but like Brock Lesnar shows up or just some, somebody just comes in out of nowhere who's not actually putting in any kind of work or it's not really involved in what's happening and thinks they're immediately going to go to the top. Um, But the part Travis where you stepped up and said fuck all that I thought good somebody you're like the CM Punk uh, of RWT and Max Wrestling you're you're going ain't no motherfucker gonna come from the outside and step on the backs of the the competitors here who've been putting in all the work and just ascend to the top Uh, so the real the real deal is have you ever spoken to Andre and uh, I don't know, man. Do you, are you going to address this guy or what's going on? Well, I was going... Originally, I was going to make a video this weekend. And uh, uh, I was going to address him personally hey, that way. Uh, but y'all kind of bit the bullet on it. So fuck it. I'll do it right now. I challenge him to a promo match at the pre-show of promo series. If he wants a title shot, he needs to go up against the best, and I'm one of the best. 
So if he wants a title shot, he needs to fucking prove it to everyone. Not just me. Not just to the champ. I don't fucking care. Mike, I know he wants. He 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 will go, he'll do it. He he don't fucking care. He'll go <laughs> up against it's anybody. Hey, it don't fucking matter whether it's a. a it could be a damn two-year-old fucking baby, and he would still go up against him just because he's a fucking fighting champion. And I, I respect him for that. But he needs to prove himself if he wants a fucking title shot. When I got my title shot, I went through fucking hell to get it. Yeah, I had to go through. Yui Mayor, I had to go through Courtney, I had to go through so many fucking people just to barely get a grip on it, and I still had to defend it. Well, not defend, but go up against three people at one time, you know? So, if, if he if he wants to even be fucking considered, he needs to go through me first. Alright, sounds official. Let's make it official. Mike, I know you're listening. Let him know. Um, okay, so uh, we mentioned Mike and Nick, of course. Uh, also in Block A this week is Moni Lynn versus Zach. Now, this is the only match I haven't really seen anything from so far um, this week, so I'm not really sure what to expect from either of them. Well, I think when we had Moni Lynn um, beyond the mic uh, last week, was it? Yeah, she last was Jewish face, Teddy. Yeah. Um, I think she made it very clear that when it comes to Zach, she's not fucking around. Um, and we did get to see Moni Lynn's promo against Teddy. It's just like a bonus. Yeah. And you know what? Ever since she found her voice and hit her stride, She's been coming with that fire every week. Uh, to contrast that, Zach, I don't think I've ever seen somebody more relaxed in a promo <laughs> competition. <laughs> Zach is sleeping through the whole competition. Now, I would say, like, maybe this is a strategy. However, if you are going one direction with something and it's not exactly working out, at some point you got to go, all right, maybe plan B. So I'm wondering if Zach will come with something different this week, um, talk a little longer, put some energy into his promos because he seems like a very chill, very relaxed guy, yeah. uh, which is fine, except for when the person you're competing against has so much passion and so much fire, it you can very easily become eclipsed uh in what you're doing so i don't i don't know travis what do you think zach's coming with this week honestly it's gonna i'm expecting probably about the same as it has been uh the crazy part about zach and the character that he's been doing is it's the same damn guy. <laughs> like the way the way he is in his promos, that's him in real life. Of he he's he's chill, he's relaxed, but he's conceited as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he he's a great guy, and 
I'm, I know I, he could lose every fucking match and he'll just turn around and be like, everybody voted for the other people because they're just jealous of him. <laughs> it sounds like a it sounds like a true heel, but I I will make it a point to remind Zach if he's listening. Anybody who's ever been great in in wrestling, you know, from the Nature Boy Ric Flair down to the Rock down to anybody will tell you that every character that they do, it is them, but it is turned up you know tenfold or you know it's turned up you know several notches the rock you know dwayne johnson is a certain way and then when you see the rock that is dwayne johnson but the volume is turned up and i think what zach's got to do is yeah by all means keep being him no you know that's that's fantastic it's hilarious and it's a great character but if he's going to make an impact at some point, he's got to be him, but he's got to turn the volume up a little bit too, you know, some elevated version of himself. I mean, if he's conceited, he's got to be really conceited. Yeah, I mean? Yeah. And the, and the great thing is, you know, um, mathematically, he can still tie with Mike, providing Mike loses every match from here on in. I'm, I'm sure we can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is possible. <laughs> yeah. And while I'm at it, why don't I just stop global warming and win the lottery? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to legally watch NXT tonight in the UK as well. Oh, wait a minute. Can't, Some can't things do that. are impossible. No. Uh, so, so you mentioned that AEW and WWE have both taken a giant shit on their second largest markets, right? Yeah, what's that? A union flag? Ah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't realize it until last night. I thought, you know, great, we got it on ITV4. It's a free channel. Um, so, a little bit off topic, but yeah. AW Dynamite will not be live in the UK because of ad break conflicts, which I don't understand because USA and Sky Sports manage it. And have done for 20 years, but okay. Um, so we actually have to wait four days. Not only do we have to wait four days, but it's on at 8.30 in the morning. On a Sunday is the first <laughs> broadcast of Dynamite every week. Um, and as for NXT, they just don't have any UK deal whatsoever. So you can only watch that the, the following day on the network repeat. So thanks, WWE, and thanks, AEW. Heck, I was pissed off last night because I was like, damn, I got to work tonight. I can't sit here and watch it. And then I see, I saw your post earlier and I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad now. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't feel bad for me. I'll find a way. I always do. Yeah. <laughs> well, not just for you, but anybody. Okay? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, not everybody is as full as me. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, man. Hopefully, everybody will will get it all figured out because this is this is the biggest week that wrestling's had in a long, 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 long time. And I, I personally can't wait for Friday. I will be picking up Ted P. De Niro, rolling straight into Los Angeles in my 2019 Dodge Challenger, parking that some bitch, walking right through the front doors of the Staples Center, and sitting down to watch. All the all the legends that built the business. So that's 
That's what's getting me through this damn week. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Halloween. Hell yeah. My, uh, I get my October 30th, I got floor seats to AEW. So there's that. And then the next day I go toe to toe with the fucking butcher. The butcher. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I I have a mixed I have mixed feelings about not being in the promo climax as pertains to the butcher. I will say that part of me is kind of sad that I won't have any opportunity to go up against the butcher in the promo climax because we have a history of making beautiful music together when it comes to going at one another. Mm-hmm. But then one-on-one. there's the other Yeah. There's the other part of me that realizes that it's the fucking butcher, and I don't really feel like getting cut up in the cutting room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really feel like, you know, letting him in and him, him destroying my soul. Like, it's kind of like battling the butcher is so mentally taxing, and it's it's so emotionally exhausting. And I, I don't, you know, he'd probably just kick my ass anyway. So I, So... The bigger part of me is grateful to get to sit this one out, but you, Travis Walker, shall do no such thing. What do you got planned, or what are you going to do when you got to face the butcher on Halloween, no less? Well, here's the thing. I heard what you said last week, saying that uh, the, the heat from the feud between me and butcher have died down, blah, 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 blah. I call bullshit. For the simple fact, yes, I may have love and respect for David Gillum, but I will always be rocking out to Fuck Butcher by Emir Black (laughs) and Costello. (laughs) Hey, hey, that song, by the way, that song is Butcher Approved, right? Everybody calm down out there. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know... At the end of the day, I have not forgotten. He's still, he is finally forced to go toe to toe with me one on one. And I cannot wait to whoop his fucking ass. What, uh, what you just did, see, <laughs> this is the weird part about like when you're, you're a journalist and, and a podcaster. It's like you say things in the moment and then you don't even think twice about it. But the person you're talking about goes, well, as soon as I talk to this motherfucker, I'm addressing that shit. <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, it, it, and it, it's I, what you just said right now. I'm as surprised by it as I am when a wrestler comes out and during the promo, they goes, yeah, I heard what you said last week, Michael Cole. I heard what you said during my match. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, this motherfucker was wrestling at the time, went back and watched the match, and then came out here and and, and held Michael Cole accountable. Um, but yeah, Travis, I forgot I, I talked a little shit, and um, well, I forgot you had you had the ability to address me. But luckily, well, I'm in I California. Have the ability, I have the ability to address you on another thing that I have to call you out on right here, right fucking now. Oh, shit. Let me lock my doors. (laughs) (laughs) When I was first, when I was first on Beyond the Mic, 
we were talking about the one and only, the beautiful Moni Lynn. Yep. And you asked my thoughts on it. And I said I would like for her to actually do a fucking promo, not an update. And right. you called me out on that. It's like, well, you may think that, but she gets the job done and that's her that's how she does a promo. So then she cuts a promo and she has that fucking Latina heat and fucking blew it out of the fucking water and was absolutely amazing. Everything that I was hoping for. And then you talk about it. And it's like, now that's a fucking promo. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the, here's the thing. So your words towards Moni Lin, um, you act as if there was only one possible outcome, which is that you say she doesn't do a promo. She just does updates. Let's get real. And then she goes, all right, now I'm fired up. But the reality is it could have gone the other way. She could have heard that, perceived it as a, 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 you know, a huge criticism. And if she has any kind of insecurities about her ability to cut a promo, that could cause somebody to go like, you know, yeah, I knew I wasn't good at this. I can't be a part of this. So then my job is to offer a contrasting view of like, hey, maybe her promo style is not necessarily for you, but she's doing the best that she could do now. Turns out she did have a little bit more in the tank. You were right, and once she once she uh, accessed that and started doing her thing, she's been rocking and rolling ever since. But in the moment, I'm just thinking, even though it's not your intention to hurt somebody's feelings with your words, what if they hear that and it does damage rather than doing good? But luckily in this situation, Maybe that was the thing, or I don't, maybe it was something else, but she got fired up. She had more to offer. You were absolutely right. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I was being hypocritical. I would say that I can admit when I'm wrong. And it's not that I didn't think she had more to give. I just, I, I just hope that those words would be a motivator uh, rather than having the opposite effect. And you know what? Also, as a, a, as a, a broadcaster... I mostly have to stay unbiased. I mean, it's 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 your job to agitate and call people out because you're competing with your peers here. But I, I try to stay as biased as I can, except for when it comes to the demoness. I definitely hope she kicks Mike Larkin's ass. Sometime or another. Hell yeah. I hope it is her. Yeah, me too, man. But uh, yeah, good... Good call um, on your end, and good for Moni uh, for stepping up um, and doing what she's done. And now we got uh, how many weeks left in the competition, uh, Daz? Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, wow. and then of course the final. Uh, I'm just looking Holy to. Crap. This is Mike's last match before the final week against Robert Davis. Obviously, he gets a bye next week uh, because he was supposed to be facing Daniel Crimmins. So, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, five block A matches between now and then. So, that's time for people to catch up with Mike, who's on nine points, along with the Demon S. They're both on nine points. One of them's going to end up on 12 points this week. Holy crap. Yeah, man, I. Block A, I'm thinking. 
from looking at it, and I said it in the earlier segment uh, multiple times with Larkin and Nikola. I kind of get the feeling, not to put others out, that whoever wins between Mike and the Demoness might be the person who takes that block. Just mathematically, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it kind of looks that way. So this is Mike Larkin versus the DMS. This is one of the biggest battles in the promo climax because it has so many implications, you know. Yeah. Uh well Moni and Robert are both on six points. Um from next week onwards, they've both got two matches left each. So yeah, they can catch up. It's possible. And that's why you got to watch, ladies and gentlemen, because you don't really know what's going to happen. Everybody's got different times off. Everybody's got a few weeks in between promos here and there. And the only way to really figure out who's taking this whole thing or who's going to be the winner of Block A and who's going to be the winner of the Boom Block is you got to tune in. You can't miss a moment of Beyond the Mic at this point. Or the promo climax itself. Yeah, that's what I have to say, man. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I got you. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> Who cares about the promo climax? <laughs> just, just listen to Beyond the Mic. <laughs> I just did the whole Corey Graves thing where Michael Cole says something wrong and Corey just smoothly corrects it without saying Mikey said the wrong thing. Exactly. <laughs> Oh. I always feel like it's rushed when we do like split segments because it obviously we don't have as long to to uh, record our part. But I think we've covered everything we could cover. Like I say, we're, we've got five weeks left. There's not much time left in the promo climax. Um, some people have two matches left. Some people have three. I don't think anybody's got four. So we are getting down to the wire now. Um... And even in both blocks, there's only like three or six points dividing the top and the bottom. So it, nothing is certain yet. Well, it's, this competition is actually proceeding a lot faster than I thought it would in my mind. Or I don't know, just because everything's been so so crazy lately. We've, we've all been so busy, but these weeks are flying by. Yeah. But, um, yeah, more than halfway through, and and it's it's getting good. I I know a lot of these matchups were completely randomized, but just every week there's a there's. It's all worth watching. It's all worth listening to, uh, and the characters in this promo climax. Oh my goodness, it is. I love this. It has been something to so see. Much. Yeah, <laughs> this year has easily eclipsed last year. That's how you feel, bro. That's how I feel. And that's making me even more confident in Promo Climax 3 next year. Um, which we haven't really given many details on yet. And we won't do yet. You're going to have to keep waiting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, um, I think we've totaled over an hour altogether now with both parts. So, we'll wrap it up there. And of course... Uh, your once again your matches this week are the Walker versus Lewis, 
Mike Larkin versus the Demoness, Nicola McDonald, and Moni Lynn versus Zach Herring. Next week, Zach's up again against Robert Davis. And, of course, it's the first ever all-female promo showdown between the Demoness and the Queen, Moni Lynn. Can not oh, wait. wait. Oh, man. I... <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's one of those situations where Moni Lynn's bringing that fire. Yeah. Uh, the, the the demoness is fire. Uh, so <laughs> I I don't know. Oh wait. A I don't know. But uh, I say next week we've got we've got a week off next week. I just noticed we got October second. No, no promos from anybody. There's no promos. We skip to October sixteenth. So there's a week off next week. Everybody gets a nice little break. I've had enough of breaks. I want competition. <laughs> you won't just come back. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll we'll figure something out, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could always have a little promo for Mr. Corby all next week. Oh, though, yeah, there we go. To fill the void. Yeah, get that guy. Get listen, man. You reach out to Andre Daz. Yeah. See if we can't get this guy on Beyond the Mic. Okay. A, a special, a special edition of Beyond the Hell Mic. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. Hell just, no. just, just because he's it's making Travis that mad. Yep. That. See how? He's see that reaction from Travis. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we got to do it. Get him on. Get him on Beyond the Mic, and I'll be there too. Whoa. You tell me, Captain. <laughs> I was just thinking the first time we recorded with Andre um, 2016 maybe 2016, 2017 like halfway through you just hear this crazy clicking noise and he's like my furnace is making a funny noise just let me go and check it so I, I came up with okay well he goes to make sure his house doesn't blow up we're going to go to a break Andre comes back that is the <laughs> best cut to a break I've ever heard in my life <laughs> okay uh yeah we may have something a little different next week on beyond the mic um so voting will open of course uh just before max tomorrow so make sure you head to maxrassen.net slash vote tomorrow and start voting all weekend for the free matches this week a big thank you to the Walker for returning to the tournament and joining us once again on Beyond the Mic. And uh, where can people find you? Facebook, Travis the Walker Anderson. And if you're Mike Larkin, you can find him just by showing up in a car outside his house. <laughs> <laughs> Still love that. Here we have Mike Larkin. Whoa! Out of nowhere. And of course, I am the captain. You can find me at Dazzy MWP. Amir Blackbane Costello is the kingpin. That's right. I am the kingpin, motherfuckers. Yeah, I know. I see that because Mike Larkin won King of the Mike, that sometimes he gets called the king. But I kind of feel like if if heavy machinery and war machine couldn't coexist, <laughs> then Mike needs to stop. All right. I, anyways, you can find me at... <laughs> Uh, RWT Raw Wrestling Talk. That's uh, the Facebook group. That's the YouTube channel. That's the Instagram, and it is the Twitter. So 
check me out, follow, subscribe everywhere, and everybody in RWT, stop off at the uh, Max Wrestling YouTube page. The link is at the top of the group. It is pasted there and shall remain there for quite some time. And go subscribe to Max Wrestling on YouTube. Save me, save me half a job there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what he said. Make sure you go to Max Wrestling and subscribe. And of course, make sure you join the Max Wrestling and RWT Facebook groups. Um, as I said last week, this coming week on Max Wrestling, it is heck in a cell predictions. We ain't, we ain't allowed to say <laughs> hell. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you stop off at the Four Corner Network as well. Uh, if you're a fan of Deacon Explores, there's a very special episode this week of just bloopers and outtakes, and like two minutes in, I was on the floor. It's great. Uh, and of course, before we go anywhere, last bit of advice. You know, take it on board if you may. Anything you need to get off your chest, like like Travis did this week with Mr. Corbiel, all you got to do Captain. is... Captain, Captain. What did they do? What did they miss? You didn't tell anybody where they could find the butcher. Oh, oh nearly. Nearly. <laughs> so I'm going to pick up the mic now and tell you where you can find the butcher. It is at TOG69BHITB. I don't need a breath anymore, Mr. Larkin. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, if there is anything you need to get off your chest, just pick up the mic. Boom. Oh.